Welcome to 623 The Podcast, a place where opinions are free. This is season two. We will be talking about fashion, lifestyle, trending topics, and more. You are here from inspiring business owners, creators, and thoughts and opinions from Chandra. Sit back, grab your snack, and enjoy the chat. Hello and welcome to season two, episode two of 623, the podcast. I'm your host, Shani, and I want to apologize for not updating my podcast a lot. I just get busy sometimes, but we're back for another episode. This fall, I am going to try so hard to just make sure that I'm updating, I'm being consistent and pushing out content. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about tips on how to survive undergrad. Undergrad can be either a big, (laughs) it can either be a big time of mess or it can be a time where you experience new things, you go through different You go through different situations that prepare you for the real world and just learning about who you are as a person. And you just go through a lot, like, just a lot of, like, different things that are hard, but they build character. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Just providing some tips on how to survive it and how to get out in three or four years okay because anymore is we're pushing it and we need to go you want to graduate with the people you came with you want to you want to get out of there because when it's time to go it's time to go and you never want to overstay or or overwhelm yourself somewhere so for my first tip is going to be to be organized Organization is a big thing in college because, for one, you're juggling sometimes work, you're juggling school, you're you're juggling your personal life. You want to be organized because when you are, it just makes the experience easier. So that kind of like goes into my step two, which is get a planner. A planner is probably the best way to stay organized in college. You can have two separate planners. Sometimes people have a work school life planner and then they have like a personal life where you put you know things like your friend's birthday parties or uh, need to go grocery shopping rent is due so for my sophomore year I did have two different planners I had one for like a uh, school work and then I had one that was for like my personal life my orgs time with my friends and you can buy like planners from like Amazon Walmart, Target, Five Below, Dollar Tree. And it doesn't have to be a super expensive planner, but you should get a planner that is not just a calendar, but it allows you to list the things going on during your day and things of that nature. And nowadays they have planners too that also have like a self-check, like accountability, seeing like, oh, did you eat this morning? Did you go for a walk? So you can honestly get a planner that's like, any kind but having one just anyone helps okay because you can put in your calendar oh a test is coming up and one thing that a lot of uh, professors and you know people in the education world they suggest is going through your syllabus and looking at dates of like when big projects are due homework is due and tests and writing them all down in your planner so that way as time goes on it's not a shock when the test comes up 
So that is definitely something I did as well to just throughout my years of college was I took my syllabus and I looked at when tests were coming like in a month out and I would just write them down in my planner so that I would have a mind, an idea of it when it comes. And step three is having a solid friend group. So this is one is it could have been down the line, but I think having a great solid group of friends is major in college because one, you can get lonely. Two, they're like your family away from home. So sometimes what me and my friends used to do was we go to craft nights or we take little trips to the dining hall, you know, have dinner together. And that's like also a great way just to like build relationships. And you also learn a lot about people that way because honestly, you see your friends a lot more in college than you probably do your own parents sometimes. I mean, unless you live at home, but like I said, these are the people who you're going to be around a lot. And you can, of course, like make friends with your classmates and they could become your friends and you all could do study dates together, not dates. I know that's a big word and people don't like to say that for just friendship things, but friend dates are okay. So, you know, you all can like go to the library or go to like events, travel together, Everyone needs someone, you know, if you're a loner, I know how that can be, but honestly, it's okay to have friends, but having a solid friend group matters a lot because you need friends who are going to have your back, who you can call on and say, Hey, I have a flat tire. Can you come help me? Or, Hey, I'm about to meet up with this dude. Here's my location. And you'll know that if something happens, they'll be responsible enough to say okay let me call her mom or something oh okay let me call 911 or hey let me check in on her because she hasn't texted me in a long time so let me see how her date is going so yes a solid friend group is a must and honestly picking a solid friend group it all starts with you you have to be a solid person as well you can't be flaky you can't be the friend that is never checking up on no one or only using people for what they have or oh well you know she has this microwave so I'm just gonna always just I'm only friends with her because she has microwave no you need to be a solid person to have a solid friend group and also to in that same sense you need to be around people who have like same goals as you or have that goal of hey they want to get out of there hey they want to do their homework tonight let's not party so picking your friend group is a major key because, like I said, college is also like, you know, education, working for your future, but it has a social aspect. And if your social aspect is overpowering your education and all of that because of like what your friends are saying and all of this, then that's not good. You need to have like-minded people that say like, okay, you know what? We're all trying to get out of here at the same time. We all want to walk across the stage together. Let's work. Let's play, but let's work too. So, whoo. That's a mouthful, but definitely have a solid group of friends. Step four, get cool with your professors. Getting cool with your professors is a major key in college. I know a lot of times it seems like they're kind of unreachable compared to like how our teachers are in elementary school or high school more so. But honestly, it's the same concept, actually. Now, I know when you're like in a lecture hall and it's like 500 other kids in there it might be very intimidating but that's when you take those times to say okay you know what I'm gonna go to office hours oh okay you know what I'm gonna stay after class to ask a question building a relationship with your professor is major especially for for me example I was a journalism major and journalism jobs they're out there but it's also a situation where it's who you know so by me 
going into journalism knowing that some of my professors have worked at local newspapers in my city or they know people I became cool with them I went to their office hours I stayed at their class I asked questions I participated in class so that when I went to office hours it wasn't like oh who's this stranger at my door I sat close to the professor in like my class I sat in the front versus the back I tried not to fall asleep in their class I put myself in a position where the professors knew me and I knew them and we had a relationship now sometimes those relationships were kind of rocky and stuff happened and all of that but at the end of the day especially during COVID as well I tried to make it my duty as just a student who's like paying all this money to this university to at least have a professor on my side if something happened or at least have a connect that I could reach out to and say hey I just graduated I need a job or do you have any connects or any help because it's kind of phony to never talk to your professors never like engage you're just there but then when it's graduation time oh shoot I need that recommendation you get cool with your professors because they are the people that can land you a job if you have a genuine connection and relationship with them. So that's definitely something that I want to emphasize a lot. You should be cool with your professors, no matter what profession you're trying to go in. Because they are somebody that can vouch for you and put you in places where you need to be. Say one of their like friends from the industry is coming in for like a little like a little session or something but it's not even doing like your class hour they might invite you because they know that that professional whatever that person is is in is something that you want to do and you may not even have that class somewhere or, or anything but like I said once you build those relationships opportunities and doors open and that's what you want in college college is not only just about the party and the drinking and the education but it's also about building a network and meeting people who can get you to the place that you want to be so step five major in something that you like this to me is a big topic and I don't want to spend too long on it but majoring in something that you like will make your college experience 10 times better a lot of people that I knew just majored in something because they thought oh this is going to make me a whole bunch of money or oh my mom wants me to major in this or oh you know I don't have no idea why I'm just here because my parents want me to be here. At the end of the day, you have to do something that makes you happy. I chose journalism because I knew that I liked writing. I knew that I didn't like math and science. So I did not want to spend my last education years because I haven't planned to go to master's school or, you know, graduate programs and all of that nature. But I made sure that if I was going to be in school, and if I was going to like pick my career, I wanted something in I I mean I wanted something that I liked, not something that would have benefited whether everyone else's opinion or just my pocket, something I had a passion for. Because when you have a passion for something, the outcome, the results look different, the drive is different. When you're doing something that you don't like, you're just doing it just because it's no passion there. It's no oomph feeling you know what I mean it's no I really want to do this because this makes me feel good it's not fair and the results it shows you're struggling you're upset you're moody and you're just like oh I just hate this job no I never want a job that I say I hate so that is why I made it my duty to say I'm going into journalism I like writing I know I like talking to people and I just like that storytelling aspect 
And I made it my duty too to get in programs on my on campus that benefited me. I never did something that I knew I didn't really want to do. I always did something that I wanted to do, even if it failed or if I failed. I still did it just to see if I liked it. I'm not saying, oh, you need to have an idea straight on board. But I do feel that you need to have something in mind. You need to like think to yourself, like, okay, what do I like? What do I really like? Do I see myself doing this? Will I make a big change in this? You know what I mean? Like, will I actually succeed in this role? And I think that's, that's like a major to self-talk that people going into college or just in college should have. Like all that, oh, one year I'm a, becoming a doctor. Next year I'm in the fashion. Next year now, no, that's too spacey. You need to narrow it down and choose. And like I said, it's all a journey, but I definitely feel that you should do something what you like. And also too, you have to consider like the more you change, the longer time you're going to be in college. So I say that you may come in undecided as a freshman, but at least by that spring semester, you should have an idea of what you want to do. And it's okay too as well to take classes in different courses on campus to see what your fit is. But remember, those courses, credits, they add up. That is money that you're paying for. So once again, y'all, the goal is to get out in three or four years five pushing it okay step six go to study sessions so I'm not gonna lie studying was really hard for me because the idea of having to sit down actually go like it was too much that is why I chose a major where I didn't have to do heavy studying and I'm not kidding you I wanted something that was hands-on something that I can learn as I go and that's what journalism is it's not a career that's book straight book textbooks no it's a career where you have to go out there actively develop interview skills it's not no guidebook on how to interview for real there is but it's more so a situation where the more that you do it the more you get better you know so for study sessions my our studying was a little different if we were doing a quiz in journalism school we were more so doing a quiz on Remember these words or remember the AP style guidebook, something like that. Not too book written, more so just like general basic knowledge that we should have about the industry and things of that nature. I was not big on taking finals, but in that same sense, me and my journalism friends, we still would link up at the library for finals or to do projects and stuff like that. Study sessions matter because you need to know the information and material that you're learning because once again you're paying your money at this university or you're here through scholarship whatever it is study in study sessions they allow you to if the professor is hosting them those sessions sometimes the professors they'll talk about uh, questions for the test or they will provide answers, like whatever you want to know during that study session, they will help you with. So definitely go to study sessions, but also be a participant. Don't just go participate because you never know. One time at um, for one of my classes, it was like a, it was a class that didn't really count towards like my degree. Like it did, but it was more so just like a prereq. So the professor hosted a study session and he went over the entire final. And if you actually paid attention during the like 
finals uh, study guide and all of that, they're actually the answers to the quiz. And he didn't tell us that until it was like afterwards. So if you didn't pay attention, I was like, oh, baby, we should have paid attention. And uh, he recorded it and everything and put it online. And I did not go to the session. I barely, I glimpsed the, the questions and everything. And then here comes the final. I'm looking dumb for it because... I obviously didn't study enough when half of the answers and questions were already given to me. So never make that mistake of not going to study sessions because it could mean that you might get a low grade because you just didn't care or didn't try. And that happened to me. So be mindful of that. Step seven, take mental breaks. Mental breaks are a major thing in life, not just school. But some days you just need a day to do nothing. And I know... I feel like society kind of pushes the agenda that you always need to be breaking, always need to be studying or doing something. No, just take a day to do nothing. Take a day to work on your craft or your hobby that you like. Take a day to just chill and say, you know what, I'm asleep all day. You need that. You need that. Because in college, you're so on the go a lot of times. I don't know if it was just me, but I was so on the go a lot that by the time I get home, it'd be 8 o'clock. I, get, I wake up around 8 a.m., go to work, and then when I come home, it's like 8 p.m. It's dark outside now. My blinds are still are open and it's like pitch black dark in my apartment when I walk in. And that was a lot for me personally because it was like, and it was my senior year. I'm like, I'm trying to finish my job up. I'm applying for jobs. I'm getting ready for graduation. It's so much. But on Saturdays or Sundays, I would take a day and just say, I'm not doing anything. I'm barely going to respond to emails. I'm barely going to respond to anything. I'm just taking me a day to just relax in bed, cook a meal, uh, watch some Netflix, just chill out, go do a little bit like retail therapy. Just take a day. And I feel like that applies to just life in general. You know, you, you just need a day to just relax, take a break and then come back, you know. And that goes into my tip number eight, which is have a hobby. So some of my hobbies are shopping. <laughs> Writing is a complicated thing. I love all forms of writing. So that is my job, but it's also my hobby as well. And I like to do like arts and crafts. I like to shop. I like to thrift. All all those things are my hobbies. And like I said, you never want to lose your hobbies while you're in college. If anything, those are times when you should embrace them too. So have a hobby. Go do something that's different than anything else that you do. Hobbies could be joining some organizations that have uh, that maybe like a fashion organization. Join a fashion organization if you like fashion. Join just just join a club. Join something that can, can be considered your hobby. So that, like I said, you have like you you just need something else too sometimes with school. Because, you know, you're doing so much dual school, you're doing so much studying, you just need something else. And your hobby could be that something else. Step, step nine, or tip number nine, participate in on-campus events. Participation on... <laughs> okay. Participating in on-campus events is major because... That is where you will meet friends. You'll meet people that you never know. You get to experience new things. And I don't know if this happens at all university. I'm pretty sure that it does. But you get free stuff. MSU Activity Board was like known for having events. And we will always just go to get the free stuff. Because if you actually look at your bills and like all of that, those 
programs that host that stuff it's included in your bill those free t-shirts you pay for so why not go and get that free t-shirt why not go to the free movie night when it's really not free it's more so you kind of already paid for it but they're throwing the free tag on it come on now go to those events too because once it's gone it's gone i miss my university's craft nights those were times when I wasn't worried about really school. I was more so worried about just having a fun little quirky time on campus. And like I said, free food, free stuff, count me in. And like I said, also, you paid for it. So you might as well participate in it. And like I said, again, once it's gone, it's gone. Step 10, develop a relationship with your counselor. Those people are like your parents away from home. I'm not going to say they may know everything about you, but they can help you. If you have a problem with your professor, go to your counselor. They can connect you with your dean. You have a problem with your schedule. You want to graduate this year instead of that year. Go to your counselor. It's sometimes kind of hard to have a good counselor because not all counselors are good, but make the best out of it or switch counselors. Say, you know what? This one's not working. I'm going to go to somebody else. That might be a little complicated, but... That's not the point. The point is that you want to have a relationship with your counselor. You want your counselor to be like, hey, when I when she sees you or he sees you or they see you. Just say, like, face-to-face, we know each other. Hey, how you doing? Yada, yada, yada. Get cool with your counselor. And also get cool as well with your career counselor. Because those people are going to be major when it's time for graduation and you're on your job search. Step 11. Make decisions that are beneficial for the long run, meaning do not play around, okay? When I say make decisions that are beneficial for the long run, I mean that applies to like everything, like every decision that you make in college. Should I go to this party? Uh, Should I drop this course? Should I do this? Should I go? Just make decisions that are wise be mindful about the decision that you make because not only could they affect you they could affect your family back at home if they're bad decisions or if they're decisions that's costly don't don't be dumb don't be stupid and remember that at the end of the day you have a goal and that is what to graduate in three or four years five is pushing it step 12 develop budgeting skills so I was not rich when I went to college, okay? I had money from my graduation party and stuff like that. But it was like, uh, I didn't work a job. I more so worked for the school newspaper. It wasn't paying, like, too much. Like, it was enough to survive. But I also had to, to, like, call home and ask mom or family for money, by the time I became a senior, I was getting paid a little more in my newspaper job. So I didn't have to like call home as much. But at that same sense, I had to budget. I had to make sure, okay, my rent is due, my light bill due, this is due. I have subscriptions that I have to pay for. You have to learn how to budget because in college, for me personally, I don't know, everyone's finances are different. Money didn't grow on trees. And some nights it's like, dang hmm, should I order this food or should I eat what I got? And it became, let me eat what I got. So, yeah, you know what I mean? B12, 
be mindful about the money that you spend on campus because things can get expensive and you want to have fun you want to do all that but honestly feel like if you don't have an income that's like coming in for real for real it's hard unless you just you know use your parents (laughs) step 13 stay true to yourself in college like I said you're gonna meet so many people that are just from all different walks of life went through different things some are cool some are phony some are crazy some are just wild but always be you one thing I uh someone told me before I went to college is never change you and that always stood with me because I like me who I am and I wouldn't want to change her ever so I went in college with that same mindset to just never change me now did I grow up yes you're going to mature. Some situations are going to be just like uh, spacey and wild. But those situations, once again, build character. But they didn't change who I was at the end of the day. If I was taught this, I went into college with that same mindset. I didn't change what my mom taught me or what I learned. Like, I didn't, I didn't, if I knew not to do this, I didn't go try that in college. I knew not to do that still. And I think that as well, like knowing right from wrong plays into never changing who you are at the end of the day you know of course you're gonna have to grow up of course it's gonna be times where you don't know what's going on or you're gonna question things about maybe how you were raised or just question things of like what you thought you knew and how you like of course that's gonna happen but just never change you be you don't let situations play you to where you don't know who you are anymore or don't let people try to tell you who you are that's why you need to know who you are and what you stand for have common sense and morals when you go into college step 14 this is my last one try new things in college try new foods go to restaurants try new organizations talk to people you've never seen before or even thought of talking about or or having grew up around. I know that might be hard because don't get me wrong, some people are racist and that goes for all the races, okay? Some people are racist to their own race or just problematic, you know? So it can be hard to try to like meet new people, but you'll find your people. But trying new things in college is major. You're at a time in your life where you're surrounded by people from, like I said, all different walks of life who can introduce you to things that you just never knew about, never heard of. It can be a blast. I've learned a lot from just different people I've talked to. And like I said, whatever your goal is, put yourself in positions where you're around people that have that like-minded goal or can help you get to that goal. So I don't want to like keep this on for too long because y'all know how I am about my podcast. I never want to exceed 30 minutes. If I exceeded 30 minutes, I have lost my mind. So I just want to say I hope these tips help someone. They reach someone. And if you all have any questions at all, you can definitely hit me up on social media at Chandra Leah. That is C-H-A-N-D-R-A-L-I-L-I. Wait, L Chandra Leah is C-H-A-N-D-R-A, another A-L-I-L-I-J-A-H. And that is my social media handle for Twitter and for Instagram. And for Facebook pages too, if you want to find me on there. So make sure that you subscribe, you send this to a friend, and I really do hope that you enjoy. And stay tuned for episode three soon. (laughs) 
Thank you so much.